There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Not sure if I maybe should have gotten more upset than I did this past weekend. I went out to lunch with my girlfriends, and the service was horrible. And I am the last person to complain about the service industry. I get it. At restaurants, sometimes it's the kitchen's fault. Sometimes the server's just having a bad day. Anna will let things slide. I I never complain. So the fact that I was upset over the service means it was really bad. It just, it took, I think we didn't get our food for like 45 minutes after ordering without any apology or like heads up at, like, hey, your food's taking a little long. Nothing. So that was it. It was just taking forever to get food with no explanation. And then by the time we got it, stuff was missing, and we struggled to get the missing stuff. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then when we were finished eating, like, no one came around. It it was a whole slew of things that happened to the point where I'm like, all right, let's get out of here. Like, I'm mad. However, because I've worked in the service industry, I still left the correct tip. I still left 20%. Um, and I didn't complain. I didn't want to speak to the manager or anything like that, but my girlfriends are not the same as I am. They wanted to speak to the manager. So I'm like, nope, I left the restaurant. I I left because I didn't want to be there for the drama of calling the manager over and speaking with them. It's not necessarily drama if it's true. I don't care. I just, I don't want to be a part of it. And you tipped them still. You tipped bad behavior. Because deep down I'm like, well, what if she was really just having a, just a horrible day and she just didn't care because she was having a bad day. I don't like I have bad days too where I'm not on my best. There's consequences. There's an apology is necessary. Uh, If she would have apologized it wouldn't have been that. She should have apologized. I give a lot of leeway. I am not the first to jump to a complaint. I'm not. And I rarely like don't leave a tip even with bad service i mean i'll cut it down it won't be 20 percent. but if somebody yeah. did that and showed no remorse especially if i saw that waiter or waitress still chatting with their co-workers seemingly That's, in a good mood yeah. oh there would be no tip that's kind of what was happening the only way that i normally complain is if they simply mess up something that i had asked for like if i had asked for a specific way or they did it like i hate I can't even begin to tell you, but it has to meet a threshold. But the fact you didn't say anything and you still tip bad behavior. I did. I did pay for, I did get charged for extra ranch and I didn't receive the extra ranch. And And you paid for that Well, hold on. And I did say, hey, could I please, because I got to go box and I'm like, can I get that ranch to go? And she was like, oh, did you want me to take the 75 cents off? Like kind of passive aggressive. And you said. And I was like, 
No, you didn't and, even take uh, it off. But I would no. But I said, would you please put it in my to go bag? Uh, I would like to take it with me since I paid for it. it Seventy five cents or not. Anyways, my friends were saying that I wasn't getting upset enough over how terrible this service was. Maybe they're right, but I left. They ended up getting a voucher for that restaurant from the okay. manager so that they can go back and Let's, get okay. a free meal. You I and I, we, I, I uh, there's like ten percent of me that agrees with you on this. So, should Anna have complained? That is our question. I'm a server bartender. I believe wholeheartedly in that. You should always complain. And if you get negative feedback, at least, you know, you told them what was up. Um, But you are still doing a service. So I definitely think you should always tip, but make it known. Yeah, I mean, I and I see that. That's that's why I did tip 20%. I'm not the one to screw with anyone's money. I don't know the situation. I don't know why she was such a terrible server that day. I just couldn't. I don't have it in me. You literally sent zero message to her that you were disappointed uh i mean she could probably see it on my face towards the end i mean i wasn't exactly like smiling at the end of it i wasn't like i I just said thank you and and kind of walked out but i yeah i mean i didn't look happy from a non-confrontational person to apparently another non-confrontational person sometimes that's not enough i don't want to cause a scene in public you're not causing a scene you're holding someone accountable hold them accountable it's you're not doing any by the way if you don't want to complain to them well, directly, I always complain right to the server. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm a, I never ask for the manager unless it's like real neglect. But let's get some more calls. Uh, all of our phone lines are ringing. Yeah, here we go. How would you have handled this? You got bad service. Would you have tipped? Would you have complained? I've been a hairstylist for 30 years and I tip. I, I've always tipped 20%. And you don't know what that person's going through that day. So if you complain, you will probably send them over the edge. Okay. Yeah, oh. like maybe she, I'm sure she's not a horrible server, but maybe that day she was going through something where she, you know when you don't have that I don't care attitude because you're just having a, such a horrible time? Let me jump Let me jump in here and say this. There is a, the complain is such, it's almost a dirty word, right? It doesn't have to be like you're raking someone over the coals. It doesn't have to be that you're embarrassing that server. There is a way to address it that you're unhappy without going off on someone. Yeah. Someone needs to know that you've spent your money and you are unhappy with the service that you received. That is my personal opinion. And if they don't take that well and they don't respond in a a reasonable way, then I do think go to the manager. Yeah. I would escalate it from there. But (sighs) I I don't know. I don't. I mean, do you agree with me? No. Okay, Jesse. So what if happened to you if you complained and the girl started crying right at your table? Sit down and start crying. Yeah. I would say I'm really, I said, I'm really sorry. (laughs) Obviously you're going through something right now and I wasn't aware of that, but I'm just telling you, I've come to really enjoy this restaurant if I've been there before and I'm, this is unusual, uh, an unusual circumstance for me. And this is not what I've come to know and love about this. So I felt like I needed to say something to you and I'm an understanding person, but I know I firmly believe people don't change is not made unless you say something. I think I just will. I'm just not going to go back. If I go somewhere and it was that terrible of a time, I just probably won't go back. That's how I look at it. So I'm with you. uh, And it's like my lack of attendance will say all (laughs) that you need to know. You won't see me back in here. Not going to see any more (laughs) of my money. All right. What's your name? Teresa. Thank, Thank you, you, Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. You have a great night. All right. Have a good night.
She agrees with you. She's in the service industry. Yeah. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back because I kept a secret, and I kept it for a very long time. Jesse's 40th birthday was what? February 17th? February Close. 18th. The 18th, thank you. February 18th. And beforehand, a couple of coworkers and myself, we got together and we planned out a surprise birthday and karaoke dinner mm. for Jesse. Yeah. And Jesse was under the impression that he was just going out for beers with Grover. Yeah, Grover, like three weeks ago on his own, invites me. He goes, hey, March 5th or 4th, yeah. put it on your calendar. Uh, let's go get some beer, celebrate your 40th. And I'm sitting here going, this is great. Like me and Grover are buddies at work. We never hang out. Yeah. Never have hung out outside of work circumstances or concerts. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Moving into this new phase of my life. I'm an adult. Now I get to hang with the big man. Ah, look at right? That. Yeah. And my best friend, Jamie, was in town. He came with me because he knows Grover. But no. No, no, no. There was a big plan. There was a big plan. Jesse walks into the restaurant after having beers with the boys. Yeah. And there's me, Grover's wife, Holly, a couple of our other coworkers in mm. the office. And we're all sitting there and we jump up. We're like, surprise! And I was so Happy surprised. Happy birthday! The look on your face. We have that video of Jesse walking into the restaurant at JesseAnnaB105 on our Instagram page. If you want to go look at it, it's hilarious. And not only were we having dinner. But we were going to do karaoke. Yeah, which I also found out was part of the reason why we chose this um, this restaurant, which was a Korean slash Japanese restaurant, Copan, yeah. down in Florence, I think. Yes, in Florence. I I'll be honest. I have no idea where we were. Well, I, I didn't drive. I just showed up there. But they had karaoke, and the first song, or one of the first songs chosen was an air supply song. Of course. Soft rock greatness from the early 80s. This is me singing All Out of Love with Holly Morgan. <laughs> Oh, Jesse got into it. Well, He's yeah. walking through the aisleways, like I know. <laughs> I mean, you were like a so, star. It's really weird when I when I get out there doing it because all of a sudden, Rusty Tax shows up. Oh, it was Rusty all night. I don't I, even think Jesse showed up at all. It was it only was just Rusty, Rusty Tag. Oh yeah, right. People and they were chanting Rusty, 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 and then Anna oh, decided to sing Destiny's Child. That had like a pan flute in the background too. Well, like, what is going on? All right, Destiny's Child is my go-to karaoke. Yeah, I am not, as you can tell, one of those people who can actually sing when they do karaoke, which was not the case with the rest of you. You guys all can somewhat sing. Well, Depends. Well, At one point, Holly Morgan, Grover's wife, is Holly Morgan, and Holly, <laughs> we were singing a Michael Bolton song. At that point, she goes, "Why are you screaming?" And I go, "It's the only way I can hit the high notes." Oh, and so, we'll just wait say uh, Rusty Tack had a couple of drinks that night. Rusty had more drinks than he's had in 10 years. That was almost like a replay of Mexico, maybe? It was white the Russian closest. Day? It was not white Russian vacation, but it was the closest thing to it. Oh, man. But I still had fun. Saturday night, Chris Rock dropped a special on Netflix, finally addressing the smack at the Oscars. Last year at the Oscars, when Will Smith came up on stage and smacked Chris Rock across the face, and Chris really hasn't addressed it much no. until now. So everyone was awaiting this, and one of my, I mean, he had a lot to say, but one of my personal favorites was the jab he made at Jada. 
Uh, Will Smith's wife. Will Smith's wife. For those that don't know, Jada cheated on Will Smith. And they said that they have, like, an open relationship. But Jada has a show called The Red Table. And on that show, at one point, she interviewed Will about her cheating on him. And Chris Rock kind of made fun of that. I normally would not talk about this But for some reason, these put that on the internet. I have no idea why two talented people would do something that low down. We all been cheated on. Everybody in here been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. Yeah, what he's, what he's talking about is so interesting because it's like, did, did Jada and Will do that for, like, ratings for their show? Because they're like, we know people will watch this. And by the way, well, yeah. 100% worked. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, man, some things have to stay private. And that one, they just put it out there. Yeah. But I will say this about Chris Rock. He went further than I thought he would the other night. And I don't, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, yeah. like, he did it with no fear, it seemed like to me, for a guy that got really smacked around last year, he went out there and he's like, I'm going to double down on what I'm saying. Like yeah. triple down. And I think and it he was should just, have. He's I like, mean, what are you going to do now, Will Smith? Yeah. It's like, because yeah. Will Smith, isn't he like banned from the Oscars for 10 years or something? Something like that. I mean, and Chris, he handled it with a lot of grace throughout the entire situation. Still, up until now. And the way that he did it now still was more, I don't like, he did it the right way, I guess. He There's, addressed it the right way. There was some common sense in what he was saying. It definitely yeah. came across. Like, here, I'll just play you one more clip. But This is the uh, Chris Rock talking about the uh, Will Smith hitting him. Just a short clip. A lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back? How come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. Okay? I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, it is Anna's day to answer a question out of the truth jar, this little mason jar that we have in the studio that's filled up with questions. We pull the question out, and the other person answers the question. We take turns. Same person doesn't have to do it both every single day, you know? Today it's uh, Anna's turn. Anna, do you have a good scar story Hmm. which by the way i'm not looking forward to this answer because i don't do well with injuries or scars well and i never want to see it or hear about it so go ahead just tell me about it let's get it over with no this isn't it it's not gross um i do have a few scars but if i don't know if you can see it jesse right here by my eye do you see like a little indent no can you see okay maybe you have to get a little bit closer but i do have a scar here right by my eye and it's because i had stitches there when i (laughs) was a little kid i went to coney island and at the time, there was a certain slide. It's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a really tall, high slide, and I was so afraid to ride it. And my cousin is like, you got to do it. Come on. Like, stop being scaredy cat. And I was a little kid, and this is my older cousin. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll do it. So it's this really, really tall slide. And we it's a water slide. We get up to the very top, and I'm freaking out. So I, like, bunch my legs up. I close my eyes, and I hold my nose. Mm-hmm. And because I did that, I guess towards the end of the slide, as I was going off of it, I lost balance, and I kind of flipped to the side uh-huh. and hit the corner of the slide, hit, hit my eye. Mm-hmm. Without getting gross or going into detail, I didn't know what ha- – I didn't know that I got cut. I thought I just fell over. 
but everyone else could tell in the water that I had been cut. No, yeah. No. Okay, so anyways, so my cousin convinces me to do this. She's like, I'm sorry, and everybody's crying, and then, you know, they have to call the, like, clear out the entire pool, mm-hmm. so everyone has to evacuate the entire pool, and then the, like, paramedics come. My mom was so freaked out, they had to make my mom go away. They wouldn't even let my mom stay with me because she's, like, screaming and crying, and I would... End of the story is I was totally fine. I just needed a couple of stitches. Well, there's certain parts here if by you, my eye. If you get, yeah, the, the skin is really thin. That's up there. all so, it like, was. If you nick yourself on the forehead, yeah, you're gonna bleed a lot. Exactly. Um. So it was that kind of a thing. I gotta and, tell you, yeah. it doesn't. I I don't like that story. Was did that gross you out? Uh, I just it yeah a little bit. It doesn't oh, not I not gr- it wasn't gross. I can't do. I just don't do injury stories well. Okay. People be well, like, I did this and I ran into this. Like, I don't hear it. Uh, it's more so the fact that everyone convinced me to go on this slide that I was afraid and to then, go on. Like, look what happened. And that, yes. So when people try to peer pressure you, look, look what happens. You get stitches. Thankfully, no. you're over that now. You don't. You know what? What do they say about snitches? They get stitches. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you're okay. I'm sorry All about right. that dentist side of your head. Freak you out. Yeah, yeah. I, I warned you about it, and you went there anyway. There we go. Like chum in the water, and sharks were circling <laughs> oh, around. Oh, stop! <laughs> That's uh, all I can Jessie. think about. <laughs> Jesse, I've known you for like six or seven months now, and I have never seen you drunk. Yeah. Until Saturday night. Yeah. Little surprise party for me. Wow. Jesse usually doesn't drink very much, or if he does, it's like one or two beers. Maybe you feel you feel good, but like you really don't get drunk at all. No. And Saturday night, me and a couple of our other coworkers, we all surprised Jesse with a late birthday dinner mm-hmm. and karaoke. And you thought you were just going out for beers with Grover. Yeah. And then you show up at the restaurant and it's like me and a few of our other coworkers all there to surprise you. Mm-hmm. And of course there were shots and beers and I don't even know what else is, we drank. What, but. what is drunk Jesse like compared to normal Jesse? Like, I want to know because you're I wasn't really with it. Well, yeah, I noticed. Uh, you're just really laid back. I've never, it was weird to see that side of you because you were so... Wait, uh, are, you were kind of giggly, and you just like had this look in your eyes, like, <laughs> like you know. Let me you're ask you this. Let me ask fun. you this because I know that I probably you and other people probably think I'm a little uptight sometimes, and that I need yes. to just loosen up. Yes. Would you say that you finally saw that side of me of this person that doesn't care as much? And it's probably the only time I've seen that. Side oh, of really? You. I don't think that side of you actually exists. Like alcohol is the only thing that. Could make Turn, you, makes my brain not overthink everything. Yes, Probably. I don't think I don't think you have a laid back side. I do. Whoa! <laughs> I don't think you do. Okay, I'm well, sorry. someone like you that just lives uh, in that mode. But no, go ahead. No, no, I just I don't. So anyway, karaoke was done after we had had a few drinks, and we have clips of that. Yeah. Oh what yeah. Do you this, have? This, is, this is Billy Jean. Oh my goodness! And Jesse had this leg popping move. It's apparently in a Michael Jackson move. They, they were all Michael Jackson moves. Okay, I just... well, leave them to Michael Jackson. We'll just say that the, the video is—is is the video up yet at Jesse uh, Anna B one hundred five? Here in a minute. If you go to our Instagram, Jesse Anna B one hundred five, follow it because it'll be up there in the next five minutes. Yeah, Jesse. And there's something that you don't know about planning this surprise for you because we planned this way before your birthday. Mm-hmm. And originally, the idea was that I ask you to go out and. Like, hey, Jesse, do you want to go out with me on Saturday and, like, get lunch or a couple of beers? And then I would take you to the surprise dinner. I shut that down real quick. And you know exactly why. Because I would have said. You would have said no. You would have had any excuse not to hang out with me. And I said, you know who needs to do it? 
Grover. Yeah. He's it, the only one that Jesse cannot say no to. No, Grover doesn't need a tax stage pass. No. And, you know, and the thing is, and for those who are wondering, a tax stage pass allows Anna to bypass the 24-hour rule to ask me to that hang Jesse out. Jesse has, yeah. Because it's that introvert side of me. But, no, Grover comes to me and he asks me, and my first thought is, like, oh, I guess me and Grover are buddies now. Like, this is cool. Like, yeah. I always kind of want to hang out with Grover. But, like, we, we run in different circles a little bit. And, yeah. uh, you know, sure. So went out. But I was like, what? This is really odd for Grover to ask me three weeks in advance to go get beers. I'm like, man's got a busy schedule, apparently. Yeah? No. It's because, like, excited. eight people. Yeah, yeah I was excited. I, how many know. times I bring it up? Yeah, Jesse talked about it. He would be like, yeah, Grover asked me to go get beers. I was like, oh, This is me and the boss. This is great. Just well, a bunch of buds. We just knew that you would turn me down and say yes to Grover. You made a good so. decision there. Yes, I did. I know you. I know you yeah. well enough. Anyway, well, that's great. We're, we're going to get that video posted here in a few. I'll be honest. It's me singing Billy Jean. I posted a picture earlier with hat on, and people were like, did you sing Frank Sinatra? <laughs> no, 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 it was Michael Jackson. I'll just tell you, it's very embarrassing, mm-hmm. and it's going to be at Jesse Anna B105. Anna told me that if she would have been in my situation earlier on today, she would have not done what I did because I went to this tire place, I got new tires on my truck, and I knew exactly what it was supposed to cost because I get quotes and I call different places, yeah. and I write the number down on my phone, and it was supposed to be like 1300 something dollars, which is a ton of money. Yes, it is. But this is a truck, and the tires are expensive. And I go in to pick my truck up, and it's 1600 something so over about $300 more. And instantly, I was like, why is it so expensive? Yeah. And the guy that worked there, I mean, it's not his fault, but he was just like, oh, you didn't want the protection? No, I no don't want way. the protection. I was like, these tires come with a warranty anyway. Like, they're 70000 yada, yada, yada. So he knocks off, like, instantly. That's 250 bucks. Okay. And then I'm like, we're still not down to 1300 something. He's like, oh, I see what they did. They, uh, they put these two sensors on that you needed. We didn't quote you on that, so we're going to go ahead and take those off, too. So that knocks me down to 1300 something, which is what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Just in about two minutes, I knocked $300 off. And I told Anna this story, and she's like, I don't even question the price. Well, I'm the kind of person, when someone tells me what something costs, especially something like tires, I don't know anything about tires. I'm just going to trust you. Even if I looked it up, because I will look it up ahead of time to see how much money do I need in my bank account before I I go and do this. But then if they were to say, oh, it's $1,600, I would have probably made a comment, shocked. You wouldn't have, like, said... Like you wouldn't have remembered that if you had gotten a quote and it was like thirteen fifty, right? If you got a quote and all of a sudden it's three hundred dollars more, would you have said, "Why is it so much more?" I might have just been like, "Oh man, I thought it was. I thought it was only going to be you know thirteen hundred, and oh. then I would have given them my card." Oh I would, no! Like I don't question it because I Please assume start. that they know what they're no, doing. No, I shouldn't do that. Start asking. I Please know. do and it. Three hundred. I mean, usually though, what am I losing? Twenty five bucks here and there. Three hundred. Three hundred dollars. Listen, That's I insane. am almost willing to forget this whole thing about that. You won't do Amazon returns because what? it's you're lazy no, and it's too much okay, work listen. and you don't want to have to do the whatever what? that does. No, you won't. You told me you won't no, do. Amazon. I won't. Okay. Yeah. I'm almost willing to let that slide. Okay. But not hundreds of dollars. Well. Now, after hearing your story, it looks like I learned a little lesson today. Ask questions. Well, how am so I supposed, now, to, start, how am I supposed to keep price? talking about this now? You just oh, put sure. a nice pretty little bow on wow, the end of it. Wow, thank you, Jesse. Another wow. another lesson from Jesse Tack. Turns out you wow. Turns out you can't shut me up. Wow. <laughs> wow.
Say right. thank a little you. pat on my back, right. actually. <laughs> Good job. Lesson over. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Friday, you were all proud that you had volunteered for this organization that yeah. you were going to help out Saturday morning, do a little outdoor cleanup, a little, uh, I don't know, clearing trails yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like a gardening group. But you were also a little concerned. You might have thought that maybe you got in a little over your head. Yeah. And my question is, two questions. One, how did it go? And two... Did you overcommit? Okay. Well, uh, yes and yes. No, uh, oh. it went it went very well. Okay. I it was a good workout. That is where I may have overcommitted. So I was responsible for take. There was this giant pile of mulch, mm-hmm. and I had to like shovel the mulch into a wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow and wheelbarrow. Oh my gosh! I know. I still struggle with that. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's just go ahead. Kick, you move know, on. one of those things. Move past over. And and then I had to like take this wheelbarrow thing all the way over to this trail, and then we were creating a trail out of mulch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Long story short, they want to grow native species uh, in this area by Withrow High School. Yeah. And so you're creating a little trail for mulch to make it like an area people can go and and take a walk and stuff. And let me just say that getting that wheelbarrow full of mulch, and it only has one wheel. I mean, it's really heavy. You wouldn't know. It is really heavy, And they only have one wheel. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to push that thing when it's filled up to the brim with mulch. Did you, so, um, anyway, I, yeah? I, well, I had to take a lot of breaks, maybe more so than the others. I realized I'm out of shape. That's, I think, what it comes It is. To. Did you ever think maybe, like, maybe just don't load it quite so full? Yeah, well, I could have tried that, but I didn't. Um, I mean, I did a good job. I completed the task. And it's I did hard have, work. I did way, have help. I made a friend. Wheelbarrows are definitely difficult, too, if that yeah. front tire is not 100% inflated. I've used some of the past where it kind of sinks into the ground a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it just makes it just twice as hard to push. I mean, why aren't, why aren't there four wheels? I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, Mobility, accessible. Uh, I, I don't know. know. It what, makes why no are you sense not a gardener? Well, I don't, well clearly, and you know that's why. what I realized is that. So I did make a friend. Her and I, we were paired up together, and oh. she actually does this all the time. Is she really your friend and though? So after, I, well, you know, we chatted. I don't. We're not like best friends. Well, I'm or just anything. saying. After you, like, just we're doing not a great job. Oh, she's just like, oh, this girl. Well, we signed up for the next volunteer thing together. Oh, okay. I told her which one I signed up for, and she's like, oh, well, I'll sign up for that one too. And I'm like, look okay. at me. I'm out of here making friends. Is that how people make friends? Yeah, you just talk like to that. them, You'd Jesse. be like, you want to be my friend? You want to like hang out? Oh well, I chatted her up the whole time. I had her take pictures of me and everything. Oh, no. Yeah, I was how one much, of those people. Okay, let me ask you this. How much does your new friend know about you already? Does she know, like, your dating relationship status? And uh, allows, oh. No, I didn't talk about that. No. No? But, I did talk about my job, and I talked about my dad being a gardener. Yeah, I, she knows a lot, for wow. sure. Yep. I was one of those giving my whole life story out at the volunteer Yeah, you site. always do it. It doesn't matter if you're volunteering or getting paid for something. You're just sharing all <laughs> that. Know. Well, good job. And you posted a couple of pictures, and uh, if people want to go see those, go to yeah. our um, Instagram at B 105 Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.